Hey, welcome to the Author's Leverage. I'm your host, Parshel Tashi. And today we're talking about something that I spend a lot of time, I think, just in conversation with authors um, and just the whole concept of keeping the conversation going about your book. Um, before we hit record um, today, I was talking with Melanie, who I'll introduce in a second. I was like, man, it's it, it can't just be that once the book is out there and it's on Amazon that, yep, now all things are done and the masses are going to come. Um, it really is an ongoing work of keeping the conversation going. And I'm so, so happy today. Um, I'm going to be having this conversation and hashing it out with Melanie Hershorn. And she is the queen of book marketing and publishing um, or, you know, connecting the two, right? If you have a book that's out there and you're wanting it to get um, that publicity, that, that attention online, she is definitely a go-to uh, person that you need to know and have in your email inbox somewhere um, because it's just brilliant what she's doing. And it's funny, I think when I first got started, um, we were, I don't know if we were both kind of getting started with our businesses around the same time, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And um, just being so like just excited to see uh, each other's growth. And so I'm excited that Me Melanie's here. Let me introduce her. Uh, Melanie Hershorn. She wants to make your book and brand shine as a nonfiction and children's book marketing strategist for authors, coaches, consultants, and speakers worldwide. She's on a mission to support and empower her clients to create clear messaging and content that helps them share their mission with the world. Using her unique combination of entrepreneurship, award-winning journalism, and PR experience, Melanie guides her clients to create brand awareness, sell books, and position themselves as subject matter experts. She also loves to provide book marketing tips and interview authors on her show, Authority Marketing Live. Welcome, Melanie, to the Author's Leverage. Thank you, Parshel. I am so excited to be here. Yes, yes, yes. And it's this is so funny because usually when I would uh, talk to other publishers, they would always say, well, do you know Melanie? Do you know Parshel? And we're, we'll be on the email and we're like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep, we know each other. We know each other. <laughs> so I just want to say it's just been so, uh, again, just so amazing just to see your growth and what's happening and excited for this conversation because since, and this is your second time being on the podcast. So, yeah. you know, I think since that first time into now, man, there's probably so much that you've learned and so much that is of value for anyone who's tuning into this conversation. So um, talk to us a little bit about just what you're seeing right now, like when it comes to book marketing and what is most effective that you would say um, for authors to know about when it comes to that. I think that what I'm not seeing is is really the most, you know, upsetting of all, which is not enough marketing. Mm. What I see is often, you know, authors will go through the publishing process. They will perhaps do an Amazon bestseller campaign. They focus so much on this one day, this one teeny tiny day of launch. And then if they get great results. Awesome. They throw their hands up and walk away or they get bad results. They don't get the results they were hoping for in terms of sales or they don't make bestseller and then they throw their hands up and walk away. So in both cases, people are throwing their hands up and walking away after potentially shelling out tens of thousands of dollars. And all I can say is there's another way. And that way is to 
market the book because it isn't just about marketing the book itself. It's about the brand as a whole. So if you want to be the go-to expert on underwater basket weaving and you wrote the book on it, well, let's grow your audience. Let's grow your brand awareness and get you to sell more books. Because if you do not have an audience that's already built in to buy your stuff, then who's going to buy it? Exactly. Exactly. Um, side note, is there really underwater basket weaving? That's like, that's very interesting. <laughs> that is, must be a Canadianism. Um, when we were, when I was in, in college, we would always joke about that being a, a major, this underwater basket weaving. <laughs> I had not heard that, but you know, it makes so much sense, right? Whatever your talk is, whatever it is that you are sharing out there in the world, you've done this in, in like intense work of getting the book up and out there. And, 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 and like you said, spent tens of thousands of dollars likely to get it up and out. So um, what do you feel like gets in the way? How come, how come we get stuck there? Oh, well, I think it's two things, actually three. One is money. People say, oh, but I spent money on the book. Well, yes, of course you spent money on the book. And even if you had gone with a traditional publisher and you got an advance, they can take that advance back if you don't sell the expected number of copies. That said, so money, I know. But you know what? I can also guarantee that you'll get no return on your investment if you don't market your book. That's like 100% guarantee. <laughs> Se second is time. People say, well, I have a day job. And I, I get that. So do I. But I also have a book. And it's coming out. Co coming up. Not yet. I'm not ready to announce. Okay. But but yes, of course you have a day job. And so it's, you know, if you can set aside an hour or two a week to focus on marketing your book, then you are going to see big returns because it's that marketing really is the long game. And so then the third piece, the, the third thing that's stopping people is, is really, I think, confidence. And that's something that I often work through with clients. It's like you can put a book in front of the screen, but then when you have to show the author's face, all of a sudden it's like, well, what if I'm not good enough? Or what if my book isn't good enough? Or what if nobody buys it? And all these what ifs start circling in our heads. Mm -hmm. And then we just say, ah, the heck with it. I'm going to just go work with my clients because that's where the money comes in. But it's it's almost it's like a flawed logic because you set out on this path so why not see it through that's that's kind of where i come in i'm that support piece the strategy piece and the accountability piece and i truly believe that everybody who writes a book has written it for a reason they want to make this world better in their own way and i want to be there to help absolutely and and you're talking that with that that kind of help and knowing that it's only gonna be, I think you I think I heard you say one to two hours a week. Easily one that's, to two that's hours. That's the commitment week. that you're that you're talking about, right? Um I imagine most people think that it might be more. <laughs> Certainly. Um, if you don't know what you don't know, then you could just see it as this giant elephant that you have to conquer. Uh, and I'm sure that that's how 
off, authors feel often when when they set out to write the book. And then mm -hmm. once you start realizing, oh, wait, we start with an outline. Okay, that's simple enough. And then we go chapter by chapter and point by point. And then at the end, you wait a second, you have a book. Well, it's the same thing for, for most stuff that we do, including marketing the book. I have a framework that I take authors through that is step by step. So it's not just like one day you wake up and you go, oh my God, I need to market this book. No. Uh, I mentioned the long game, and I kind of want to underscore that again, Parshel. Marketing is not an overnight quick fix. Um, every, I believe every overnight sensation is years in the making. Like any actress or actor that you're like, oh, they just came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. They've been pounding the pavement for yes. a decade, you know? Right. So it's the same with your book, and, and you, you have to put in the time, you have to put in the work, and you have to be consistent. I like to call that the granny panties of marketing because it ain't sexy, but it's a necessary thing. You day in, day out, you be consistent, you have good messaging, and you will see, you will build up an audience of raving fans, and you will sell your books, and you will sell the programs and the courses that Parshel builds for you. With marketing, like, exactly. That's that's really. I'm I'm so glad that you're you're saying it this way because that really is the key. You know, even for like you said, having a course or even even have other services that you offer, it is always going to benefit you to be in conversation about your book, right? It just makes sense across the board. Either someone's going to become a new reader, someone's going to become a potential fan, someone could become a client. There's so many advantages of just handling, right, the, those aspects around your, your book and keeping that conversation going. And it doesn't have to be the greatest investment of your life, but if you do have something to invest, then you are really doing yourself a favor because there are 4 million books published every year, and it's your job as the author to to stand out and to get your book to be noticed. You know, we don't all have 10,000 to 50,000 Instagram followers when we wake up in the morning. So you have to grow that audience and, and it really does fall to you to do that as an author. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so going back to the one to two hours a week that you propose, what's the, what, what in terms of your framework and a little bit of what you teach, what are the most ideal actions that can be taken towards content or what have you when it comes to marketing your book? Well, the first thing I always say is your book is a treasure trove of information that you should just be, you know, start mining that gold mine because inside you've got all this great content that you should be repurposing. So whether I work with clients one-on-one -on -one or we have a, or they join our program, the Amplify Your Authority program, there's step-by-step -step guidance to do that, to really just go into your book, put on your, I'm a reader hat, not I wrote this book hat and I don't want to ever read this book again because I read it too many times. The reader hat, the one that says, how am I going to benefit from reading this book? What's in it for me? And then we move from there. We we start working on social media marketing, email marketing, having a lead magnet. There's so many pieces to 
growing your brand awareness and book awareness, but each one kind of builds upon the next. And so it really doesn't take more than an hour to a week to, to get started and just to get consistent with it and then keep adding in as you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And are there specific strategies online then that, that are working right now that you would say? For example, I know that um, short form video has been really powerful, um, but you know, what other strategies do you feel are working best for authors and in, in, in terms of the content that they could be sharing from their book? I think as long as starting with your mission, sharing your mission, that is so powerful and it often gets lost. Um, I see a lot of authors who have written a book, they hold up a picture, I'm sorry, they post a picture of themselves holding up a, holding up their book. And then they get so excited because that's so everybody loves it. They're so excited for them, but it doesn't translate into book sales. So pictures of you with your book are nice, but stop posting those all the time. Start sharing your mission. Start sharing why you wrote this book, what people are going to get out of it. I, I briefly mentioned it a, a moment ago, but when people are scrolling online, they are not thinking, hey, Parshel, how are you feeling today? They're thinking, what's in it for me? And it's not even a conscious thing. So if you can provide them with information that is going to make their day better, solve a problem, answer a question, then they're going to grab onto it. It's going to resonate with them and they will be excited and become part of your community. Mm, that is so huge. And if you, if you have that sort of process and that rhythm in place, it just only compounds once you begin to develop other offers, other ways that people can experience working with you. Um, it's just like, the, I should say the revenue potential, right? It begins to pay off in a sense, you know? Absolutely. It does because it is, it's that snowball effect um, that neither you nor I have to deal with because we do not, we're not near snow. But if we were near snow, we would be able to... <laughs> <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, it's the snowball effect in that it just keeps compounding and building and getting bigger and bigger. And so stopping or not starting, that's going to get in your way of of really leveraging your book. I mean, this the show is called The Author's Leverage for a reason. It's because you have so many opportunities to leverage your book for, for greatness, for ultimately changing the world. hundred percent, hundred percent. Cause that's what it's about, right? I think we all have that in us, that desire to, in whatever way, shape or form in your style and your, you know, in your way to really make a difference in the world. And so it really has to be, you know, that being the for you know, the forefront of our mind as much as possible, right. While still maintaining, you know, ourselves and not getting too crazy with the, uh, you know, being off balance, but essentially we're here to make change mm -hmm. and, and this is a great way to do it. But again, oftentimes we're hung up, whether it's time, money, our confidence, like you shared earlier. I mean, that I know is such a, that's a tough one. I think the confidence part too, I know if I, I, I deal with that from time to time where I should say all the time. So, <laughs> but no, it's just, um, Man, it, it just really makes you think, um, you know, the areas that were held back. And so I know that you mentioned that's a, a, an area that your clients deal with a lot. How yeah. do you in, end up really helping them get over, 
and to deal with and process um, to be more confident in showing up with sharing the content because that that I know is a, a big block for for many. It it is, and and a lot of what we work through is the. It's just like you said, you know, they don't, they're afraid to show up. But when we talk about the book itself, it's a safer space. It's saying, okay, well, let's share some tips that you've included in your book. Do they work with your clients? Oh yeah, of course they work with my clients. Well, let's share them. So it's really, you know, it's about baby steps. Uh, I had a client once who didn't feel comfortable posting pictures of herself on her Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, you know, that's what Instagram is about. We need to post pictures of humans because those are the photos that your audience will really resonate with. And so we worked through that, even though she had said to me, it's narcissistic and I can never post pictures of myself. And I was able to show her, you know, yes, you can. And you mm -hmm. might even enjoy it. And now she posts videos of herself, like a talking head and, and photos after this great photo shoot. So it really is possible to step over that scary piece and, and realize that it, it isn't about the, the author, right? It's about your mission. So if you can keep that focus, then I think anything is possible. Man, that was, I, I, I'm taking notes on that myself because it, it makes, you know, it's uh, creates some separation in a sense, right? Yeah. This is the work that you've created and this is you. Like, that's what I heard in that. And so. That's, thank you. That's what I was. Yes, exactly. Now I had, uh, you know, in, in a former life, I was on the radio, radio news, and people would call the radio booth while I was on air and they would say, you pronounce that name wrong. You're terrible. And so then I would hang up and I'd have to shake it off really fast because I was about to press, you know, mic on again. Oh. That was somebody criticizing me. But your book, it has uh, almost a life of its own. Yes. And, and yes. it's your, your job to help raise that life because you don't know who you're going to be able to help or where it's going to go or what movement you're going to be able to spark. Mm, that is so true. And and you talked about some of the other issues that come up, you know, around time and money. And money, of course, you know, some people might have in their head, man, I don't have another $50,000 to put down in marketing my book. But what what kind of options? What's, you know, when, when someone's looking at the spectrum of getting support in this area, mm -hmm. you know, what would you say they can expect? to spend and then maybe receive in terms of help when they look at the spectrum of yeah. you know, the, the options that are available? That's a great question. So I have an on-demand program that is about $1,500 that will get you that clarity and show you how to create your strategy and get you to implement that, that marketing strategy. So, and that's, you know, it's $1,500. You've probably paid a lot more than that just to publish the book. And of course, from there, I do VIP days with clients, and I also work in a one-on-one -on -one capacity for a nine-month program, and that can range anywhere between $2,000 and $18,000. And the more you put in, the more you get out. I mean, that's pretty much across the board <laughs> when you right. come to that, right? Whatever you put in, you're going you're gonna to get out. And you know, and, and like you said too, I mean, it's, it's really a fraction of the cost for 
you know, what often has gone into the book publishing process. And, and oftentimes when I hear, um, I don't want to say it's, I, I guess it can feel like a little bit of like, well, the publisher, you know, did me wrong or, you know, there's something that didn't go well there that I thought was going to get, you know, some kind of miss uh, communication in terms of expectation mm -hmm. around working with the publisher. So what have you found and heard in terms of the, those responses and, and what is your response usually to, to, you know, to those, those types of things? Mm -hmm. Well, in general, uh, publishers don't do the marketing. They may offer a checklist for you or, you know, some, some guidance or maybe a workshop, but they're not going to sit and really carve out what you're looking for. So it really, the onus really is on the author to do the marketing. And as long as your publisher fulfilled their end of the bargain, then they did exactly what a publisher is supposed to do. They are supposed to take your words and Put them in a beautiful book and make it available for purchase at Amazon and Target and Barnes and Noble and everywhere else. So absolutely, that's what they did. That's what they're supposed to do. But that marketing piece is often not in their purview. And I think that there's sort of like old way of thinking when bef before we had all these hybrid publishers, uh, when it was really just the big guys or nothing. Yes, they did a lot of the marketing in those days. But even now, one of my clients that I just finished working with, she was traditionally published, but they said to her, you need to get your own marketing help because we're not going to do it. So the expectation for all authors, no matter how you publish, is that you really have to take the reins and, and control your marketing if you yeah. want to get the return on your investment with your book. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You have to be the one to to make that call and to drive that ship, right? And uh, to keep that going. And it's interesting, I mean, this this issue spans across the board, whether you are self-published, got your own thing up and out to traditionally publish, like you're, you know, you've got the best publisher. Still, yeah. this has to be addressed and it still is something that is always gonna be up to the author. It really will. And, and you know, book marketing, the way I do it, I can't speak for others, but book marketing, the way I do it is not just about the book. It's about the person's brand as a whole. So we are looking at all facets of your online persona, your what you put out in the world, so that whether you bring in a course that Parshel has filmed for you, or you have a, a speaking uh, plan, like you want to be uh, doing speaking engagements, that all, it, it takes all of it into account. So sure, you can market a book, hey, buy my book, but it's really so much more than that. I, I believe the book does not exist in a vacuum and that you really have to get people excited about, and I'm taking it back now, the mission. And keeping that conversation going about your mission is what is going to help you sell books. 100%, 100%. Well, let's let's shift gears here as we start to kind of reel the the conversation in because I could just keep going on and on with <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So, um, you mentioned mission, right, and how important that is. We'd love for you to share with the audience and those tuning in a little bit about yours. Like, why do you do what you do? What um, you know, especially in this in this in, in this arena, and with your experience. Thank you so much for asking me that. Um, I do this because I feel like I was put on this earth to help amplify people's voices. 
uh, I've always um, sort of been drawn to career careers or jobs that that have helped me get the message out. So my first job was in public relations. I worked in Hollywood and helped um, actors and comedians get their message out. And then I went and got a master's in journalism and I worked at, in radio news. And every chance I got, I was doing stories that, that really, you know, um, giving the underserved populations a voice on the radio. Yeah, I was in an all male um, news station, basically. The whole newsroom was men and I was the only woman. And I'd be like, hey, can we do a story about the orphans or how about the wives of the politicians? And they were like, oh, we never thought of that. So constantly getting these voices elevated. And then I design designed and manufactured breastfeeding clothing. And which is totally like a left turn there. But uh, what I was doing was helping new moms who had nothing to wear feel like they were fashionable and desirable again. And then I made a mistake and I hired a marketing person to help me. And she was toxic and uh, really made me feel less than, um, gave her a lot of money. And I closed the business because I was done. I couldn't, I was, it was, I was just so upset by the whole ordeal. Yeah. But then I went, wait, I can start a new business and I can support people with their marketing. And so then I get to help authors every single day amplify their voice and share their mission. And this is what every day get keeps me going, gets me out of bed every single day, puts a huge smile on my face and lets me know that I'm in the right place is oh helping God. people. You know, when you, when you as an author, you sit down and you, you pour your heart and soul into a book with the intent of, of helping others in your way. Gosh, it is my greatest honor to be able to help uh, let people know about that and, and create that awareness and visibility. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm totally with you on that. Um, and it, it's it's just so, I, I love hearing your story too and just all of the the ways things come full circle, right? Sure and how, do. right? When you look back, you're like, oh, that's why all these things yep. <laughs> have happened. Are there are there specific genres or types of, you know, books that really get you personally excited? So I, I stay far away from fiction. Um, I, with my news background, I am all nonfiction and mm. children's books. So I love to help children's book authors because there's always a mission behind that. And they're trying to make children have some way to have their lives made better in some way. So that's like, sign me up. And with nonfiction, I, I'm a big nonfiction reader and I love to learn. And so anybody who's trying to, to teach people something and offer them a better way or offer them some sort of, of enlightenment, again, sign me up. Yes. This is perfect. Now, I mean, now I'm thinking of people that I want to send your way. It's just, uh, it's awesome. So um, where can people reach out to you, connect with you, and the best way to do that? Well, I'm on a lot of social medias, 
And uh, my company, I just recently changed the name, which is very exciting. It is called VIP Book Marketing. And my new site is almost launched, VIPbookmarketing.com. And uh, I'm pretty much at VIP Book Marketing on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find me on LinkedIn or pretty much if you just Google me, you can find me. Yay. Well, for those listening, I highly recommend connecting with Melanie. Um, as you can tell, she's passionate about what she's doing and extremely well qualified and talented and really cares about your message getting out there. Um, I don't think there's a better person to reach out to for, for this need. So Melanie, thanks for being with me today and joining me today. And um, before I let you go, I'll ask you one other question. And that sure. is, um, what is your one word? My one, one word. word. If there was one word that, that would come from you to the world as a message. Hmm. What is that one word from Melanie to, to the world? Shine. Ah. Shine. I can elaborate if you want, but you said I one would word. love to. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, you said one word. I'm trying to follow the rules. I did, here. and and um. usually it's funny when I usually ask that. It's kind of like this. Hmm, there's just a moment with the word. And then I'm like, yes, tell me more. <laughs> I believe that everybody deserves to shine in whatever way makes them feel the most comfortable and the most confident. And, and your message deserves to shine. Beautiful. Beautiful. Melanie, thanks again for being Thank here. You. Yes. And for those tuning in, um, thanks again for being here. This is what we get to do with Authors Leverage. Uh, we are a resource um, and a support for all authors that are looking to do more with their book when it comes to their impact and their income. So uh, Melanie, thanks again for being here and we'll see you all soon. Thank you.